Hi everyone, this is Mark, host of the Unconventionalist podcast. I'm sure you've been wondering what has been going on and where have we been. So I wanted to record this um, special episode of our podcast to introduce you a short series called In Between Seasons, which effectively is me having conversations with some truly inspiring, interesting people, authors and thought leaders from around the world, from the comfort of my own home. So up until now, I've been doing all my interviews face-to-face, which has been limiting my ability to connect to some of the people I've been really wanting to interview over, especially in North America, but around the world. And so this global pandemic and these challenging times have also pushed me to new opportunities to actually say, cool, how can we open up the show again? Now, um, a few things, right? So first of all, I hope you're okay. Like, I just want to put that out there. I haven't recorded an actual episode on the podcast in a very long time. In fact, I don't know when was the last time I recorded an episode because the season 14 of the show was pre-recorded before my son was born because I know that when I took off for paternity leave, um, the amazing team at the Unconventionalists kept the boat running and floating and sailing and thriving and flying and all these things. And so we kept on releasing episodes long after I'd recorded them. And then I recorded, I think, a short bonus episode about sharing the financial states and the impact and growth of the show over the year, just to be transparent and show you the journey. Uh, But I haven't really recorded anything since then. And it's been a, a crazy, weird and challenging time. And I'm sure this has been for you too. Right, like the best way I've seen 2020 being described, it's it's a film that's it's a film it's like a year that's been written by Stephen King and directed by Quentin Tarantino. If you haven't seen that meme, you can go and check it out on my Instagram at Mark Roost and, and feast your eyes on it. But uh, but the truth is it, it has been really weird and challenging. And for some people it's been a great year, and I've spoken to people who've had a fantastic year, and that's amazing to hear. And I've heard other people who've really struggled, and it's it's a weird time in the sense that you know, you go around and it's just it's just a bit different, right? Everyone's some people wearing masks, some people not wearing masks. There's fear, there's no fear, there's all these things happening, and we're such a in a different place than we were right at the start. So I don't know about you, but when we, you know, kicked off lock lockdown back in March, I believe it was, or April, um, it was kind of like this, oh, is this really happening? This is weird, and now we are in October, right? Like the by the time I'm recording this, I think it's October 15th, 2020. And we're and we're just still going through waves of new measures and, and, and new regulations and Europe and travel and, and I haven't seen my grandmother in two years, right? And and I've only seen my family once in a year who live in France. So I just want to say my heart goes out to you and just hang in there, right? Like, you know, we, we talked about this in my newsletter a couple of weeks ago and it really resonated the difference between optimism, positivity and um, and I just, I just hope that we can stay optimistic, right? Like that there's a quote by Les um, Brown, I think it's hope in the future is power today. And and so I just hope that we remain hopeful no matter what. I think, you know, I've been giving a bunch of talks um, online since, since lockdown about how to stay optimistic and connected and productive during lockdown, how to thrive through chaos, how to, you know, life after lockdown, these kind of topics. And really, there have been open conversations with people about how they're feeling and how they're doing and what they're struggling with and what they wish were different and some some coping tools to help them um, do that. And um, and it just it just feels a bit different, right? And, and, and yet, I know that I've had to adjust and adapt. Now, full transparency here, um, I was heading for a great year, like I was heading for a great financial year in 2020. 
I was getting a strive on my speaking business. I was getting booked. I was going to be traveling internationally to deliver talks. My pipeline was looking juicy. I was making big strides and commitments. And I'd committed to this whole, you know, avenue of helping organizations better lead millennials and how to find meaning and purpose at work. And I kind of committed to that and, you know, redid my website and showreel and all these things. And, um, and then COVID happened and lockdown happened and then everything got wiped out. And within six days, I pretty much lost 90% of my pipeline speaking revenue because I'd relied so much on that as an income source. Um, and and it got me thinking, right? Like at first, I was very much blaming COVID. I, I fell into that kind of scarcity mindset, the blame game. Um, it's not my fault. It's COVID. All my clients are canceling. And I was kind of a little bit struggling. And the perfect, honest, transparent, full truth is that we just got smashed in the face with having a newborn and a toddler who was, you know, barely just over two, um, being stuck in a flat on the third floor of a building um, in North London. And that, that honestly was really tough because uh, we had to, and, and, you know, rightfully or not, we, we had to overnight learn how to, how, to, how to both try to manage our life, our relationship, and uh, take care of the kids 24-7 while trying to juggle everything else. And with no support, no family around, no friends, no no nothing because we all had to lock down around. And that was hard. And it's been like it was seven months. That was probably like the hardest seven months of my life. So much so that at one point I basically decided just to take a sabbatical for three and a half months. Just say, look, I'm just going to pull the plug on everything. We've got some savings. We're going to be good. Um stop stressing and just come back and 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 uh, resource if you haven't read it i wrote an article called um you know i quit social media whatsapp and emails for 30 days it's over on medium i'll, I'll link it in the show notes but uh, effectively I, I quit social media and um for six weeks while we went on on, on and took the kids and on a holiday and um i learned a few things it wasn't as dramatic and maybe i'll record like a separate episode one day if that if that feels something like you want to hear more about but um it 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 did lead me to having a radical shift in my approach to what I want to be doing. So I've actually changed now. So it's not that I changed so much. It's more like a, like a pivot slash coming home. Um, for those who've been following me for, for quite a while, right, the show's been going for since 2015. So if you follow the show up until today, I love you, I appreciate you, and thank you. I don't take your attention for granted. I really don't because that's a crazy long journey, right, five years. Um, and I've changed and the business has changed and I've adapted, you know, I've become a dad since this podcast was launched. So much things have happened. And, um, but also it, it, it's been like this interesting quest of trying to figure out what business to run, because I kept on having these two businesses, right? There's kind of the unconventionalist ministry of purpose, you know, kind of going into companies, but also work with entrepreneurs and founders and kept on having these two, two hats. And it was, it was becoming almost, um, double personality syndrome, Right. And so kind of what I've realized that what I really want to do and where I'm focusing my time and energy right now is to, I want to help you have an impact on the world with your message. I want to work with founders, entrepreneurs, small business owners to help them raise their profile, to help them become more visible in the industry and to do it in such a way that feels authentic, right? Like helping and supporting you through the emotional journey, putting yourself out there and uh, help you keep going because I, I want to help you, you know, create content, whether that's a talk, whether that's a podcast uh or, or something you write about that just feels authentic and is engaging. And we want to help more of you who feel like you're struggling because you're in the obscurity. You resent the fact that you've got to put yourself out there. You hate social media. 
um, I want to help you. So that's kind of where I'm putting all my energy and attention, which is very exciting. So you can find a lot more information on theunconventionalist.com, where I'm spending quite a bit of time at the moment. And um, it's been and it's been it's been challenging. Like, and I'll share a little bit more about the back backstory journey of having to readapt the business and and really focusing committing because I don't know about you, but I'm the kind of person who can easily be distracted by so many different things. I've got so many things to do, so many business ideas, so many different revenue. I get asked all the time. Well, all the time that sounds a bit, but I get asked that like, oh, can you do this? I'm like, yeah, sure, I can do that. And then and then I kind of spend three days trying to create it and wish I hadn't said yes. You know, one one of the in, kind of running jokes in our home is you know when am I going to stop saying yes to everything and um, and when you say yes to something you say no to something else when you say no to something you say yes to something else really so that's something that um, that is really important to me and uh, I pretty much got distracted there because the door rang <laughs> and this is the thing right this is the thing right like we're having to juggle so much being at home being with the kids just Oh, there's, there's a lot happening and the reason why I wanted to share all of this is because and, and I've talked about this in my newsletter by the way if you're not on my newsletter what are you doing come and check it out <laughs> you know go to the unconventionalist.com uh, forward slash newsletter and join the party it's a cool party uh, but I've been a bit more diligent in uh, writing every week um, is the word diligent I don't even know I just make up words half the time uh, be more yeah, whatever it is more consistent that's the word and um and the reason why I'm sharing all of this is that I had a really tough summer, like like just both in terms of felt like we're just getting smashed in the face by waves, constantly not sleeping, having the kids, all this stuff. Um, but also financially, like it wasn't a good financial summer. And I also had pulled the plug, I took a sabbatical, all this stuff. But then when I started committing, when I committed to this idea of I want to help you have an impact on the world with your message, I want you to share your story. I want you to go out there and, and create content that is of service and valuable to others. When I started committing to that, September was a phenomenal month. It was my best business month ever. In fact, I made more money in September 2020 than I did in my entire first year of running a business. And that felt crazy. And I'll tell you why it felt crazy. It felt crazy because for the first time, um, I saw that actually it's possible. It's possible to have a sustainable business that makes genuine income Um that could satisfy most of the any any needs you could ever imagine and that was up until recently like an elusive image for me like sure was managed ticking away and you know grew the business every year and but i wasn't making seven figures or you know like all this crazy six figures like all this stuff um and then things change and so i, I just really want to write like share this with you because i feel like we don't talk about this enough like i don't I don't feel like we don't hear enough about the background story. We kind of hear like, oh, here's the rags to riches story. I've arrived. Let, let me share this story with you. But we don't get enough. Like I have another podcast I haven't done in a really long time called The Doubt. We used to do a lot more behind the scenes story. Uh, if you've checked it out, let me know. I'd be really interested. But um, I just feel like there's a need for more of this. But maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm alone. Maybe it's just me. Um, so all of this, all of this to say, right, like this big rambling to say that I'm going to be recording um, over the coming weeks some episodes, some shorter episodes with guests uh, via the internet, via the Zoom, um, to have conversations, powerful conversations, and hopefully that'll inspire you as always. The one thing I will say, though, is to be kind and patient with the quality. Because if you've been used to listening to the Unconventional Podcast, where we record this in a studio and, and I have the whole setup, you know, uh, it's going to be a bit different 
because I'm still trying to learn and figure out how to make this thing work online, how to how to have a quality that is half decent and but still manage to get some great content and value. So I hope you're going to focus on the value provided rather than just purely the audio or if you're going to be watching this on YouTube because we'll be releasing the episodes on YouTube as well. You can go to youtube.com forward slash marketers, subscribe, like, all that stuff, notification bell. Um, but if you just listen to the podcast, that's also cool, but you'll notice that the audio quality will be slightly different. Um, oh, that was it. That was the last thing I want, I want to share with you. So something happened today that I think is super valuable. Um, and I wanted to give you some context. So I managed to interview a guest who I've been really excited about interviewing and who I've been um, looking forward to for a really uh, long time, actually, ever since I read his book called Profit First. And it's Mike Michalowicz. And um Really love his style, love his vibe, love his writing style, love that is so practical and tangible what he shares. He's written six uh, six small business books, uh, Surge, uh, Toilet Paper Entrepreneur, Pumpkin Plan, um, Profit First, Clockwork, and Fix This Next, which is his latest book. And uh, really impressed, really impressed with his style. Listen to his audio books. He's kind of really funny, um, and he's very eloquent, very smart, uh, and the story that's great about Mike is that he, um, and you'll hear about it in, in this in this season, right? In the special uh, season of In Between Seasons is what it's called because we're going to be in between uh, seasons or maybe maybe, maybe In Between Seasons will just become the regular season and we'll remove the label In Between Seasons. But for now, they're called In Between Seasons. So In Between Seasons is um, the special series of virtual interviews. And uh, Mike, yeah, Mike was uh, by the age of 35, was a you know, millionaire, cash millionaire, of having sold two companies, one to a, a, a private equity firm and the second one to Fortune 500. And the great, well, it's not the great, but the, the fascinating thing about that is he blew it all by becoming a, a, I think it was a business angel or, and uh, lost all his money, lost everything, lost his house. And and uh, that was the humbling moment that changed everything. And then you, you rebuilt it. And I talk about more about the episode when, when you'll hear it when it come out. But why I'm sharing this, I'm sharing this because I want to teach you or I want to share with you a behind the scenes things that happen all the time that people don't don't realize this. And I feel like it's the bottom of the iceberg that not enough people hear about. So I had I've spent maybe like over a week now preparing for this interview, listening to, I'd say, a good solid 10 to 15 hours of his podcast interviews with people, as well as listening to some of his audiobooks and, re- and skimming through some of his books. Um, I even wrote an editorial outline, some questions. I reached out to the audience, to my community, to, to some of you um asking for questions and I was I had this whole plan right like I had an hour actually with his assistant we had an hour and 10 minutes booked out in the calendar uh which I thought was going to give me more than plenty of time because I'm trying to get the in between seasons series uh sessions we're calling them down to 30 episodes to 30 minute episodes so I thought it was more than more than enough time and so I'm really excited I've got a bunch of really great questions um from community and then and then we so we jump on the call. Great to see Mike, and he asked the fatal question that when guests ask, I know usually means some something that is going to be a little bit challenging. And he said like, "Oh, how much time have we got down?" I was like, "Oh, we've got like an hour." And he said, "Ooh, I've got us down for twenty minutes. And I've got a phone call um, that I need to be on." So suddenly, everything changes, right? So I was like, "Of course, no problem," because that's what we do, right? Like I'm so grateful and and and. Um, uh, yeah, just super grateful for anyone who spends time uh, jumping on the show. So I was like, cool. But then I had to adapt on on the spot and uh, ask questions and 
try and wrap it all up in 20 minutes and be be respectful of the time that we had. And so a few things happened. I wasn't able to ask any of the questions of the audience. Um, I don't think I asked them the real questions I really wanted to ask. Because this is what happens when you over-prepare. For those of you, by the way, who have taken my online video program at thepodcastrevolution.com, you'll, you'll know this. I talk about this and I just want to re-emphasize this. Um, that you can go in there as prepared as you want and then everything can change. Uh, my internet dropped in the middle of a conversation, which has been an absolute nightmare for me to work from home. My internet just is not reliable. It keeps on dropping. So that really frustrated me. I was trying to set up all the gear with all the cameras and microphones and everything right before the interview starts. I was panicked and worried. Um, I was stressing out because my son woke up earlier than he was supposed to. So my partner wasn't happy about that because I probably made some noise banging around. All of this is happening, right? Like all of this is happening. And um and I've really spread myself thinly this week. I've had four deliveries this week with clients, coaching sessions, talks, keynotes. And I've been working every night pretty much until midnight one, getting up at six with the kids, burning the candle both ends. So this was a culmination of all that that just took a toll. And the problem when I, and I teach this as well, right? The problem when you do so much research, when you're, when you're so much looking forward to someone that you can be very easy to forget why you want to speak to them in the first place, what do you really want to get out of it? And so I had way too many questions, way too many thoughts, and I just wasn't struck in my interview. Uh, and it's a bit weird for me to say this, right? Like, it's weird for me to tell you this when I'm like, hey, I'm going to be promoting that episode, and I really hope you listen to it. It's and Here's what I know is going to happen. When I re-listen to it in a week's time, because I give myself some space and time, I'll be really happy, and I'll enjoy it. But I always beat myself up as soon as I finish a recording of an episode with an interview that I really want to interview. And And the reason being is that there's two ways to go about it. Either I, I can shut down and judge myself and uh, curse the gods and what have you. Or I can go, what an amazing lesson. What a beautiful experience for me to, to grow and learn from. And then what I normally do every time after I deliver a talk, a workshop, a session, or my training, my accelerator, anything, I'll take a moment, I'll sit down and I'll write down everything I wish I'd done differently. And I should really be doing the same thing for celebrate everything that went well and what I, what I, what I want to honor and celebrate. But what I thought about is like, cool. So, oh, I've got a Zoom call coming up. You see, this is this is in real time, people. I've got a meeting reminder that's starting now. So I'm going to jump on that meeting reminder. So I'm going to wrap this up. But um, the, the thing I want to I want to close with is is this is that again, I can look at what I could have influenced and changed. I could, for example, set up my studio in the morning and not do it five minutes before the show. I could ask my partner not to um, panic if, the son, if my son wakes up and definitely not pass the Hoover. Like there's so many things I could have done, right? I could have double checked in the email yesterday. Hey, Mike, just to confirm, we do have an hour, right? Like so many things I could have done. And then even if anything, even if I did control and, you know, and it didn't go my way, I could have still then gone and said, um, cool, I had all these questions. I had all these questions with my members. Let me focus. Let me just take a minute to just center on what I really want to ask you. Is that okay? and take the time and go for it. So we live and we learn. That's the big bottom line here. But I'm really excited um, to be introducing to you in between seasons because I've already got a couple of episodes in the can. I've got some great guests lined up. And I just think it's going to be a different flavor from what you might have been used to because it's going to be shorter. I want to make them super practical. But I need your help. Tell me what topics you'd love for me to cover. What are some of your biggest challenges and problems that you have with putting yourself out there? Maybe you're dealing with imposter syndrome. Maybe you hate the idea of putting yourself on social media. Maybe you feel like you don't know what to focus your time and energy because there's so many things to do. Maybe you want to become a public speaker. Maybe you want to land a TEDx talk. What is it? Tell me. 
and then I'll get the guests and we'll dive into your questions. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having stayed with me this entire journey. It's only the beginning. We're not done. And uh, and I'm really excited to introduce you in between seasons. So we'll be kicking off session number one uh, with Grant Baldwin, the founder of the Speaker Lab and author of The Successful Speaker. And it's a really cool episode. I'm really excited. So make sure to, to check it out. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever you listen to the episode. And I look forward to seeing you then. I love you. You matter. Your message matters. And I can't wait to hear your story. I'll talk to you soon.